Hola, and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including OKKO Let's Be Heroes, which we'll be talking about tonight. I'm your host, Alex Bonilla, and today I'm joined by Michelle Andrew. Hello. Steve Zek. Hi. And Ali Martin. Konnichiwa. <laughs> to, uh, today, Alex said hola. Yeah, yeah I, I was uh, doing a callback to when the, the, these older podcasts, I would start them with hola. So like, you know, it's good. Uh, to, we're we're oh. going to, just like the show, we'll be doing well, some callbacks on this well, podcast. Well, <laughs> well, well, the first okay, okay podcast was your tryout podcast. Yeah, I, I was, was so going to get just... to that at the end. But so <laughs> let, let's save the self-indulgence <laughs> for, the guns, for, for, for later, for later. But right now. We are discussing the final two episodes of OKKO OK Let's Be Heroes, which just aired on Cartoon Network, and we are recording about like five minutes or so after it aired. So this will be mm-hmm. our immediate reactions to Let's Fight the End, which is a two-parter, or a 22-minute special, rather. And thank you for watching the show, which is kind of its epilogue episode. So there was a whole lot of stuff here, and we, yeah. will be try- we will try to get to as much of the big stuff as we can, although probably there's a lot of stuff that we won't touch upon, but, you know, that's the way the cookie crumbles. But let's yeah. begin with general uh, immediate reactions to how you feel about the, about the end of OKKO OK and how, how these two episodes played out. Um, Michelle, we'll go to you first. How do you, how, how, how are you feeling right now? <laughs> I feel sad. <laughs> I mean, don't we all feel sad? Yes. I, I mean, like, I thought that the most, like, emotional it could get was at the end of the second to last episode, you know, when, like, KO finally realizes that TKO has been, like, a part of him all along and that it was crazy that he just gave him a cage in a house, which I had been <laughs> saying from the beginning, so I'm really glad the show's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, that was messed up. You were like, vindicated, TK- good job. Yeah, I was very vindicated. TKO always deserved more. Um, but then, like, the, the epilogue episode, like, when we're going through everyone's futures, and it's like, Enid's going off to Witch College, and Rad's yeah. leaving, and, like, you, everyone's like you get to see what happens to them like it's just like somehow it got like even more emotional there just recapping what everyone's doing and like yeah they got me so good job show i cried again it's like weird like it gave me like a very similar feeling to like really good episodes of steven like that's just like intense emotional sincerity which, like, KO's definitely done before as a show, but I feel like they really ramped it up for this last batch. But definitely well done. Yeah, there's, like, so much to talk about, but those those are my immediate emotions and thoughts. Okay, okay. Um, Allie, we'll go, go to you next. Um, how, how, how are you holding up? So, I'm sad and mad, as I like to say, smad, because we all know... <laughs> This show should have gone on for longer. I'm mm-hmm. sure, I mean, our listeners probably are on Twitter. They've seen yeah. Ian talk about it. I'm still pissed that it ended the way it did. But with what the crew had to work with, I think they did a really good job keeping everything compact with the story and also very satisfying to the fans, especially in the last episode. Like, mm-hmm. I also, like, I, I agree with Michelle what she was saying about, like, at the end of the sec- um, second to last episode with TKO and KO, like, kind of merging together. That alone was sort of emotional, and like with the song from Carol, um, it was like I thought that would be the peak until you know the epilogue, and I really liked how meta they got with it. We, I'm sure we're gonna get into it, but you know, 
how it was like, you know, time flies by too fast and this show went by too fast. And I appreciate that they kind of like intertwined actual life with, you know, the cartoon. And I really like that Mr. Gar and Carol got married. I've been shipping yeah. them for so long. Yeah. And also the, I don't remember, the Nick and... Oh, yeah! Oh. They got married! Oh, wait, no, that's have... my thunder. I want to talk about that. <laughs> that cracks initial impressions. All right. <laughs> yes. We have, we have um, gay lesbian solidarity now. Yeah. Ah, we have a yeah. lot of gay lesbian solidarity. It's kind of remarkable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we will definitely talk about all the different relationships touched by that last episode. Oh, yeah. But, um, Steve, your general thoughts on uh, the, these finale oh. ups? I can agree with everyone, and it's like really bittersweet to have this end now. I'm not ready for it to end, but at least I think at least the first half of this uh, of the last episode, I think we got hints of what we would have had if there was another season. Um, yeah, I don't know what to say. I guess so much stuff here. Um, before, if I can say, I called it. I told you, Nick and Jeff. Joe was like a was what were a couple. I told Ian you that you on can't, Twitter. You can't claim credit for that. <laughs> it's not your thing. It's the creators. No, well, not no. Well, not well. Maybe not you guys. But I've been arguing with people online about that when that when that episode first aired their debut. People just I had to bait all, all right. on forums and stuff. Well, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. The part when no Ko and TKO finally merged. I mean, Ko kind of realized though he was kind of being a. Yeah. Uh, edit. Hmm. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yes. Really? I'm trying not to curse. That is that a really? bad guy. He's not bad such a good guy. guy. Yeah, Just call him a butt face, Steve. That's yeah, what but, I do. Yeah. But, yeah. I have butt face. <laughs> hmm. Um. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna say. So much stuff going on. Um. We. I can't believe though. When at the end though, they killed, oh, they killed off everyone. I thought. Just that you took away everyone's powers, but they killed yeah, off everyone. He murdered! Like, when I watched it, I was like, wow, I can't believe TKO murdered everyone <laughs> in the universe. And the uh, solution, and Everyone though, died. The they end. did die! Yeah. They were gone! And the solution at the end, that's very Dragon Ballish. So. And, it's, yeah. and I'll call maybe the epilogue episode also reminds you a little bit of Dragon Balls, too, because if you follow that series, they have time skip after time skip after time skip. Oh, so it, yeah, this, this is just great. I, I don't want to get into details. I guess we can get details later. But oh, yeah, and I love though um, Enid and Red Action. They're kind of teaching a school together. And I, I love how you say, I'm not going to get into details. And then immediately, hey, by the way, that <laughs> like five seconds where Enid and Red Action were teaching. Oh, and, and the half and the half and Enid's half of the school teaching witchcraft to kids. Also, it definitely you- reminds me of yeah. another show we covered. Called Little Witch Academia. Okay, like I love not now. I know why you're bringing this up. Okay, yeah. Her outfit anyway. when she went. To be fair, her outfit when she went to which college? Yeah, that's the actual. It, it was very. Yeah, it looks like the outfit from that show. Yeah, he, he, which Enid throughout the show has always been like. I wish we could see more of her, but. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, my, my general thoughts on this. Um, first of all. Do you realize how hard it was to make an outline for that epilogue episode, okay? Yeah, thank like, you for doing it. They're, they're switching Look. title cards like every 10 seconds. I don't, I, I don't know you how I to... kept up. But, Did um, you get all of them? I, oh, really? I don't think I got all of them, but I got the majority of them. Got a lot. So, so, uh, that, that, but, so that final episode was just like really great because 
Uh, it, it's it reminds me of uh, another episode that it reminds me of. We or I've already mentioned a couple, but like this reminds me of the Adventure Time finale, where like you get the two minutes at the end of them in the future, and also like regular show did this as well. But this is like oh, extending regular. that thing of into the future for the entire eleven minutes, which is amazing, and mm. like it, it's going at such a such a pace that. Um, but like it, it leaves you like wanting to keep, catch your breath in some way. It just doesn't really let up till the very end. So like, thank you for watching the show. Yeah. It is a really excellent episode, and like, it's a perfect payoff for those of us who've been following the oh. show from from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, yeah. The yeah. actual um, let's fight to the end was also a pretty good. I, I think it, it's a it's a good enough wrap up uh, of the whole venomous stuff and TKO stuff. It's already been mentioned, like the the merging of KO and TKO is something that we've talked about a lot, and that it it came about in a way that that felt uh, again like a payoff. Uh, I think that uh, Rad uh, Turbo Rad and Turbo Enid are very good additions <laughs> to to the midst yes. of this. Um, yeah. We yes. got the, the bots more robots hanging out, lots of professions of love. So really, just all the stuff that you that you've gotten in Go KKO and have made it a very fun show to watch. We're all tied up in that tournament episode. So I think that both of these combined sum up uh, a very, mm. very good uh, way to wrap up OKKO. But I, I'm I most mostly I'm just like taken aback by like how that epilogue episode made me feel. Which uh, is, like, that was not really, what I expected. Really I like ex- shaken up. <laughs> you know what I was expecting this episode to be? I expecting let's thank you for watching the show to be a sequel to let's watch the pilot and just being sort of be out of character just like the cast wrap up talking to each other uh, out of like as actors that's what i thought we were going that episode was going to be about i would have been too meta (laughs) well look this show has always been meta and i think that thank you for watching this show is kind of a culmination of their meta desires like so yeah so so much fourth wall breaks and like uh, animation jokes and uh, it's just and like full of it. Much appreciated. And, and I didn't think we were going to see KO at all the, in the epilogue. Like, it was going to be like, we were never going to see what he looks like growing up. Yeah, I love that he's just the new Mr. Gar. It's so yeah. perfect for him. Yeah. yeah. yeah and, and he gets to um, be the boss of a new Enid and Rad team. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Who are they? They look like they're children. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in, in the in the credits they're literally they're literally credited as tall teen and small teen. So. Alas, <laughs> hilarious. Okay, that's good. Uh, but yeah, so there is a lot of uh, things we could go to for. I mean, oh, oh, let Michelle like of uh, of these episodes, <laughs> what part made you react the hardest, or like the um, or, or, I- like paid you the most? I mean, I'm gonna say the Jim Michelle thing, though. I mean, I'm gonna say it's when Boxman was in the cabin and he gets the knock on the door. Of course, of course. And, and Spider-Man is there with the I'm sorry, Kay, I lost my mind. It has a heart on it. Yeah, yes. and then Boxman just shakes his head and he's like, here we go again. He's like, and then later, he has a ring on his hand. Oh, wait, he oh, does he? I missed yeah. that. While he's Whoa. getting a haircut, he has an mm-hmm. engagement ring Oh. proud of him. Because, like, I was prepared to be okay with the breakup being official. Because I'm like, you know what? Like, Boxman, like, respects himself enough to walk away from a, a bad situation. But for Venomous to, like, wise up in the future and come back as a... 
old evil man. Like, yes, please, please give me their happily ever after over that. Like any day, like the fact that they get to be together as Endgame and be happy is like the best present in the world. So that was my strongest mm. reaction. <laughs> Besides all the other emotional stuff, obviously. Like I didn't cry at that, but I sweep <laughs> head off for sure. I, I, I thought of you when that happened. <laughs> oh my gosh. So it it seems like a very good delayed birthday present. Um, and mm. that, that episode is titled Let's Be Forgiven. So, you know, like yeah. all the yeah. heroes. Yeah. So. You can just imagine that uh, this entire episode is like twenty different prompts for fanfics. <laughs> that's like yeah. that's like what, what of like the bigger ones. But I didn't notice the ring thing, but that's that's amazing. So. Yeah, Ooh. cap that, please. I gotta see it. I gotta, yeah. I gotta see that again. Yeah, um, a- Ali, what 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 did you react to the most in these episodes? Um, I'd say maybe in the first episode, Jethro coming back. Oh. <laughs> Because I kind of didn't think he would. Like, I was like, will Boxman come back from the sun? And he did. Like, he had just been on, like, a hippie getaway. And then he had Jethro with him, too. Um, but in the second one, all of the different episodes, like, especially when we get to, um, like, when Enid leaves and everything, and then the wedding day, mm-hmm. Nick and Joff, Rad's future, he has a cat cafe, all of those. They made me lose it. Seeing everybody get older and Dendi as the president of the Powguard factory. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, 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 adults Dendi. I need thoughts. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, she yeah. doesn't wear her bray. She's fully like comfortable with her pond on her head now. Yeah. She's just showing it in the public. I think that's good for her. It's great. Yeah. yeah. There's something herself. about the, the long legs that like Listen. kinda kinda yeah, cr- it feels oh, weird. Maybe adult think. Like adult think right. being like a hardcore gamer yeah. makes total <laughs> sense, but seeing her adult body is like kind of an adjustment. Yeah. yeah. Well well probably wasn't for me because I I've saw when I saw that, it just reminded me I saw like a, a Tumblr fan art of grown up think oh, or teenage <laughs> think. So, so I've seen this before, so Okay. So, <laughs> Steve is super deep into those Tumblr corners predicting the future. Don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> um, it prepares me, man. It prepares me. Well, look, it, uh, I, I I also really enjoyed Adult Fink being an uh, e-gamer. She's just like on that pile of money there. <laughs> well, I'm just yeah, I'm just glad that Fink actually seemed to have a happy life just going up all that. She just like just like Venomous and Boxman, they they able to get past their villainous phase and actually able to live a normal happy life so but they are still villains in the end yeah, they are still villains well yeah but yeah they're living normal lives though i'm just saying it's they're able to find some some peace yeah, yeah. and venomous was there for that unlike her yeah. recital so that's good <laughs> <laughs> yeah e-games are more important than concerts yeah yeah um, I, I will, I will say, um, related to what, uh, what Ali mentioned with, uh, like the, the middle of that episode specifically, I was kind of hit by that part where it gets so fast that, that, yeah. uh, that KO just like skips Rad and Enid's like leaving and it's like, mm-hmm. the, the, is Enid going to leave? And it's like a hug and before he can even get the hug, he's yeah, she's gone. That <laughs> she's gone. Yeah. That was so unacceptable. Yeah. It, it, it hurts. And then like the same thing with Rad, it's like, I'm never going to leave. And then the, 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 <laughs> line, the line is like, Rad leaving. <laughs> so it's just, uh, it, it felt, <laughs> yeah, I gotta leave now. Yeah, because like you know that 
I mean, if I mean, I don't know, but like, it, you know that it feels like it's not going to happen anymore. Like, OKKO is actually yeah. over. Like, our main cast exactly. is going away. So, like, even though, like, at the end of this episode, they're like, they have that reunion thing. But like, still, it kind of just feels like a cutting off. You know, like it, re- it really yeah. is ending. And so mm-hmm. that, that, that's kind of when it hit me. So that part hit me a lot. Um, well, Steve, Steve, do you have a moment in particular that moved you during this? Oh. Well, you guys said all the good stuff. Um, I guess um, I just love the box more children epilogues. They got their little moments, especially uh, you know, the the Shannon show and Raymond yeah. as the drummer, and uh, and they had the uh, um, what's his name as a guest? Uh, uh, Joe Coppa. Joe Coppa. returning yeah. from the depths of early season one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Um, that's so cool. And oh yeah, and the sh- and the whole thing, um, the whole audience full of Shannons, how they kind of what happened. It reminds me of the Apollo, the Apollo Theater. If you perform at the Apollo and you don't do a good job, the audience will rip you to shreds. So, <laughs> is, is a theater full of Shannons your dream for a performance, Steve? Well, well, human form Shannon though, because I oh, you want human that. Shannon specifically? Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, speaking of a AVUs, um, we do briefly get a look at um, oh, the sure. the the crew as animals and also the mm-hmm. robots as animals. So. Oh, Daryl's a hamster! Cool. It's so yeah. funny. It's just like yeah, I'm a hamster. He's like a hamster ball. It's just so random. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Of course, we needed to call back that episode because yeah, it's like, so, yeah. so, so in- integral to the lore of Okay KO. Uh, <laughs> when Red and Edith went to hug KO, well, TKO, yeah. what Red turned into a cat for five seconds. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, mm, I yeah they 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 don't want us to forget that episode. He, we know as hard as we try. Canon forever. <laughs> I, that still kind of horrifies me. That they'll always be wear animals forever. Yeah. That's why he has a cat cafe. He has to blend in. No, <laughs> what? Cats love him. Yeah. Hmm. Deep down, he's a cat. Whoa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we'll like dig into other stuff. Um, thank you for watching the show a little bit later. But I guess we should talk about the actual finale, which is yeah. like this uh, turn tournament situation. Um, mm-hmm. Let's hear where where do we begin with this? Because I, I I don't really want to do it like beat by beat, but just like trying to pick out the biggest things. Um, I suppose one of like the early big things is that Turbo Enid and Turbo Rad show up. That's a pretty big deal. Yeah. What did you guys help? think of them? What did I you really like. I thought oh, yeah. it was gonna be like done in a not toxic way, but like I thought you know they weren't gonna become turbo willingly and not with somebody's help so i liked that mm. yeah i thought somehow like tk or venomous would like manipulate them but i'm glad fink was the one to like help them mm-hmm. yeah I, was, I think fink's the only one who knows how to control her turbo form so yeah. so that kind of makes sense that rad and Enid maybe could able to actually do that without having to like have this conflict like being taken over like happened for mm-hmm. ko and venomous 
And, and I'll say that that moment where Fink pulls them out of the ring and like is talking to them in the sewer, and she like has a t- has a tear in her eye as she's like talking about like he took away my he took away my boss, and you know like, yeah. but like the the reason that works is because we had that whole episode before of like seeing Fink like struggle with with the whole venomous shadowy thing. So like that little moment feel felt pretty powerful even though like it was very mm-hmm. quick but uh, at least to me i was like oh i'm sad but like i feel it because of like what, mm-hmm. what we saw before so that helped a lot and uh with the uh, with trad and teenid which is their i love it like, given it's that. terrible yes. and, uh, also like the title card says ultimate teens and i think that's a good description of what they that's are they look like, like punk. Well. they're so punk and cool like i yeah. love rad's dreads like i love He's i got, feel like, like enid had like earrings, right yeah, like cool stockings on. Like they both look just like really punk and awesome, and like a little goth too. But like it looks good on them. Also, when you were talking about the sewer, I thought you were gonna mention the countdown because I thought we were gonna oh. count down to ten. Oh yeah, yeah. eleven, <laughs> and then later just how long was this 32. countdown? How long was this? The hundred? <laughs> no, like thirty something. It was whenever they'll show up again. Exactly. <laughs> that, yeah. that's Red action. She's prepared to wait. <laughs> Well, that was uh, it, Dy- Dynamite Watkins, right? Oh, I, think a, I think it's a reference maybe to some movies. I've seen a lot of movies like uh, how slow, like like you watch a movie like Rocky, how slow it, the ten counts are. It's like well, yeah, forever. because you, yeah. You, need, you need the hero to come back. So I know. Case, so, yeah, <laughs> needed her come back. The way they did it was very funny. Uh, the, their attacks are pretty cool too. Like you got a rat with like now he's able to do like multiple lasers at once, and Enid's got like a giant shadow to attack. Uh, TK obviously like rejects it and all. He, he's able to fight him off, but the, the the few attacks that they were able to get off looked pretty cool. So I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Um. Let's see here. Um, oh, oh. Can I talk? One thing I like that I like part is when Dendy was sort of coaching the Boxmore robots at the beginning. I thought that was hilarious. Uh, well, was it at the beginning or was it after like the, the beginning of the episode? Like right, right when they told him what the uh, Shattery Venomous's plan was. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you all sing. This is a very angry <laughs> time to share this information. Yeah, yeah oh, that, that, that was good. The angry Dendy is a rare sight. So yeah, yeah it's that, that, like that, she's that their good. social worker. It's like she's their social worker now that their dad is gone. <laughs> yes, yeah. but, but but later also like they get uh, we do have good moments with the robots because they're like we don't have the inner strength. And then like Botsman and uh, Jethro show up. Is like uh, someone say daddy? Ah, uh, and I hate oh it. Oh my god, I'm I hate so how... happy. I'm so it's mad though how Cartoon Network spoiled that. I know. Oh, my God. oh no! You guys didn't like that. We tried so hard to make them from the current episodes, but it felt like a big letdown. Well, it not, spoiled it, the whole reveal. Yeah. That reveal for like a hot second, and so much else happens in the episode. Well, I'm sorry. We sure, did. But, <laughs> I, I think it's because a lot of us were like, "Oh no, is Bossman gone for real?" Like we, there was still like a kind of doubt, you know. So like when when they show up with just like, "Okay, Kale, we'll be right back," and then Bossman is just like, "Hey, I'm back." <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, <man. laughs> like, I wanted to see that in the episode, but you know, I'm pretty sure we saw the last of I knew he was going to come back, but still, it ruined that moment. Like, I'm anticipation, I'm, I was so pumped up, and now, like, when it actually happened, like, I knew already, it just. Took yeah, a but, little away. But still, well, sorry. Well, <laughs> what, what wasn't spoiled was the return of Jethro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, what I did, that's important. That's the important one. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I found Jethro, by the way. 
Where was he? In the sun? That, yeah, he. I don't know. Like you see him in like a field, I guess, at the credits for Dendy's channel. So I guess that's like where maybe, he was. Maybe the Jethros, when they saw that Venomous was taking over, they're like peace, and they just like left of the Yeah, they, they got out early. Oh, speaking of speaking of, I can't wait to till this episode goes on the app and I get to see the credits for all these episodes. These. Um, well, uh, I'll, yeah. I'll just say that like the this one was normal credits, but thank you for watching the show. The credits was the office that OKKO works at, like like yeah. the, the crew. It was like an empty office. It was dark. Aww. It was sad. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Thanks for spoiling it. More spoilers. You're welcome. Uh, I saved you t- I saved you thirty seconds. But maybe if you want to go check the cast and crew, you know that's still yeah. meaningful. But anyways, um, the the Botsman robots, uh, you know, do their Voltron thing again, and uh, Dendy and Botsman yeah. are with them. Um, so th- this this initially is where. They get shot into the sun, and Dendi is so also dark. shot into the sun. That is so, so dark, man. I'm so yeah, it was Dendi. really sad seeing yeah. her float away. Yeah, like the, the way right she's like delivering sun. those final lines, like "You will yeah. always be my friend." It's like really the death line. I'll always believe in you, well, even when I'm dead. <laughs> I said, I knew, I knew Dendi was gonna come back probably by the end, but still, the dark way to kill her off, like going right into the sun. But literally everyone else was being killed in front know, of our eyes. I, I know, but, but Dendi, I still... like cracked the sun in half and then it just got darker. <laughs> yeah, I'm you just know? saying I'm just saying it's probably more painful to get thrown to the sun than probably the way the others die. Probably more quick quick death. I don't know. Getting thrown into the sun is more quick of a death, I think. <laughs> well no, but it's more painful. Being Not burned getting burned to death. Okay, okay. I don't know but, if you know how the sun works, but anyway. But uh, all I'll say is that probably Ernesto was the one to break the sun because he's large and round, so his yeah. force like went in, right in the middle there, and that's why the sun blew up. But anyways, uh, so the, that 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 happened, and I think that's like a turning point. Like, okay, well now we're getting to like the dark part of the episode. And um, in the in the middle of all this, um, Ko is stuck in his subconscious and he's trying to break out. And uh, he he finds he sees a light at the bottom. So it's like, oh, to get out, I must go deeper into my subconscious. Yes. Finally, how, how psychological! And uh, he eventually finds this uh, this box of secrets, which turns out to have a tape recorder. Which has a song that Carol sung to Ko to calm him down, and I guess in the process of this, he realizes that he buried the way to control his anger. Is is that is that what? Yeah, what yes. was getting at? yeah, mm-hmm. I think that was about it. Okay, how how do you how do you guys feel about how how we're getting to this resolution of like Ko accepting TKO? Like, uh, how how did that go down for you guys? Mm. I mean, I'm glad. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I was gonna say, like, so I, I, it's very gratifying to see them merge and accept that they are both part of the same person and they're not complete without each other. And that, like, now Ko is canonically gonna have like a slightly darker headband and one pointy tooth all the time. <laughs> but I also like kind of don't understand how they became separated i guess like some point when he was really young because like again if it ties into laser blast slash professor venomous having a a a turbo form and that was something he created in a lab after ko was you know incubating inside of carol (laughs) it's 
it's confusing to me that they're so similar, but maybe the show's saying something like, like everyone has like both sides of this in their, mm-hmm. their personality. And if like something goes wrong, either you can like force them to separate by accident, like KO maybe did, or you can experiment on yourself and like through science, you can separate that part of you. Like, I don't know how else it could be the same thing manifesting if that's not the case. But so like, I have a question about that, but everything else I think was handled really well. I'm just like, so glad that TKO got his due. Cause he's not like, he can be a really bad boy who murders everyone, but he can also be a force for good. If you just give him a chance and don't lock him in a cage KO. So (laughs) TKO like justice was very, very validating. I think what you're getting, it's kind of inconsistent the way it works for KO and the way it works for Venomous. Because yeah. Venomous' solution was to be separated from his turbo thing because we saw like some shattery blob, like felt. Yeah, he, he like, pops from, it out or something. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Just with a punch. <laughs> but with a TKO punch. So. Sure, fine. It's special. <laughs> I was just it, confused that he didn't, like, when they merged. KO and TKO. I thought they were going to become PKO, and that's who he really is because that's that's what happened before. I was really, honestly, kind of let down by that, and I'm also confused because I thought TKO was directly like created from Venomous experimenting on KO or like unleashing it, but but he wasn't. That's what confuses mm, me. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a little. I got a little lost there, but I appreciated that they like got together just. I would have rather seen PKO be like his final form. It's yeah, it kind it just it reminds me of the whole Naruto Nine Tails thing. It's just very similar to that, it's similar to yeah, kind of yeah. It's and very now we anime. We have so- someone who understands Steve's anime references on the podcast <laughs> yeah. to, to rebut these, these things. Yeah, well, just <laughs> well, also the most best thing reminds me of is the Ichigo and Hollow Ichigo and Bleach. That's yeah, that's a better comparison. Yeah. Oh, you so you're familiar with Bleach. Oh, right. So that, I, I, I so happy. Me and Alex like yeah, yeah. no help with this. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 every time he does this, there's an awkward silence. It's like, well, moving <laughs> on. <laughs> uh, I, I, I compare Naruto because that's more mainstream than Bleach. So yeah, but, that's yeah. fair. Uh, so, you guys yeah. need two weebs on the podcast to make any sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it, it would have been nice to have a, 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 a another weeb for this very anime influence series, but you know, it worked yeah. how it works. But uh, I, 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 hmm? two two is a good number. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You got you have KO and TKO. That's two into yeah. now they're just one. Yeah. Uh, 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 I, I oh oh, and show... about the merge. Am I one thinking like kiss, like a little shipping? What? Wait, <laughs> shipping who, Steve? KO and TKO. Just <laughs> okay, Steve. You need to answer me this. This is the last podcast we have. So I have to ask, like, why every time do you come up with the crazy thing? <laughs> I am legitimately not over the thing about how you thought Fink could be the biological child of Venomous. Oh, Lord. Like, why, how do you come up with I ne- First of all, I never... Oh, yes, you did, Steve. But also, uh, uh, I-, I will just throw up my theory that Steve's instinct is to produce a ship wherever it is available, no matter the barrier. <laughs> yeah. so, and, and, you know, people, some people are just wired like that, which is fine, you know? But... <laughs> oh, well, this is living up to the drunken last podcast. Well, look, look we, we gotta get all of our complaints and grievances out before it's too late. So. <laughs> 
Uh, I, I will say that I, I agree with Michelle that the culmination of this felt very gratifying because of, like, the buildup we've done to, like, showing how K.O. is not treating this whole, like, side of him in a healthy way, so it feels good with the merging. But I also agree that, like, if you think too hard about, about like, what T.K.O.'s nature actually is, then that kind of, that kind of, uh, murks it up a little bit uh, like messes messes with like how you interpret it but i think the general climax is a good enough feeling that i'm good with it Uh, even if we if and like again like we have to remind ourselves like this is a final season that was kind of cut a little short so like maybe they would have explained this who knows but i think that what we have is good enough for me to feel good about it so tko ends in a nice rip in a nice ribbon i think yeah um in while, while, but before that happens, we we get like all uh, venomous uh, kind of doing his old plan, which is to pull out the tree. So TKO gets all the power from the Glorves and remove everyone's power, so he can be the only person with powers. So you know, mm. a, rever- a reversal of what happened to him as Laser Blast, where he got his powers removed. So you know, the well, classic evil villain stuff. Also, classic parent living vicariously to their children yes. actions. True. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, also, but, what was that thing that came out of the tree? Uh, oh, the like the, the the antenna thing. I have no idea. I think uh, Venomous yeah. put it there, or shadowy yeah. Venomous rather. Yeah. Yeah, just some kind of I guess like Glorb energy sucker thing. <laughs> I forgot if we had seen it before, but I, I, I don't. I don't think we had. No, but yes, uh, the, got canceled. Yeah, but a TKO talks back, and Venomous is like, "No, I'm gonna control you." And then TKO's like, "Nah, fam," and just like <laughs> sucks his power yeah. out. And uh, we get this uh, beautiful moment where Fink steps in front of Venomous, is like, "No, and like uh, yeah. I'm, I'm your henchman for life." And then TKO shoots both of them, and they both die. Yeah. And then they die at the end. So F- F- Fink and Venomous, uh, a, a beautiful. Uh, assistant boss relationship to the end. Good for well, them. they died. Well, they at least they died together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Doing what they love. <laughs> you go weird villain family. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. So we we have all this. Well, a KO ends up. Well, TKO kills everybody, including his family and his friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's that moment where like they try to do it with love, and they like they jump in and hug hug him and like tell him how how much Ko has helped them, which is all also felt good because like again it's like kind of reminding us of all the oh. character development that's happened. Oh, well, I'm glad see- that didn't work though because the problem mm-hmm. wasn't that because they they're always directing all those comments to Ko. It's TKO that needs to know that yeah. someone yeah. cares about him. So I'm really glad that the culmination wasn't them mm-hmm. being like, oh, KO, fight your way back and put TKO back in his cage. It's like, no, he has to realize that mm-hmm. and accept TKO for who he is and mm-hmm. who he is isn't wrong. And that's like so much better oh. in my opinion. So I really like that that's oh. how it ended. I, I love the part that when Enid kind of showed you, just, let me show you like, who I really am or confront my past self. And we saw young Enid for like a split second. So adorable. Yeah, like how we saw Rad Cat. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I got cats. Enid got also, Mr. Gar said he loves him like a Yes! yes. Yeah. I love the awkward stepdad vibe. It's so good. Yeah. Hey, that's one thing. Uh, Mr. 
by the end of the series, Mr. Gar and Boxman both sort of stepdads by the end, so it Yes. Yeah, they are. And they're both like kinda better than Venomous is as a dad. Yeah. Which is really interesting. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, eventually, like Ko breaks out and sees that he uh, destroyed everything, but then the president of the universe shows up because you know why not? It's like you get one. No, wish. no, there's a reason. The whole yeah, contest. Won. What was it? The con- The winners of the contest. Uh, yeah, 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 the boss tournament. Yeah, they get to meet the president of the universe. That's the which I thought was going to be the corn guy who we saw yeah. later. So is Did... he God? He's yes, God. corn yeah. is God in this universe. So was. So was the plan? So did uh, Shadow Grimace know that the winner tournament got like a wish? Was that his plan was to gain the wish and wish oh, for the destruction of the universe? Wow. Or no, I, th- I think so, or to yeah. like give TKO even more power. Yeah, but but he's such a mad rush to he didn't let those tournaments conclude. He just can he just went to his plan already. So I, I'm not sure what what Venomous was trying to do. Yeah, see, it seems like bad planning on his part. But yeah, <laughs> I, I just think he just got impatient towards the end. He just, yeah, yeah. yeah. I will be the most powerful villain in the world. Yep, yeah, <laughs> just like uh, really, really digging into that. Uh, I, the shots of Venomous while he's like in his evil mode are pretty good, though. With, like kind of camera from from below, so you like see his chin, you know. Um, <laughs> Uh, the, the so Ko wishes for everyone to live their best lives, and so, which is beautiful. Uh, yeah, <laughs> your yeah. Everybody pops back up in the plaza, safe and sound. Botsman and their family are together. Um, Venomous mm. and Fink have their own planet to dominate. <laughs> yeah. I want to know: are are people living on that planet? Yeah, yeah. yeah we only know. saw buildings, so it's a good question. Yeah. You know, like did probably, they just kill everybody? You know, it's probably if I was. Maybe their planet is just full of, of you know, clones. So like the slime people? Clone. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Could That's be them. Good, good substitutes. Yeah. yeah. Um, could just be, just, it could just be robots and make you look like people, so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we we also get this explanation from the president about what Glorbs are, which I really wasn't asking myself. But <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." I never it never occurred to me to wonder about why are powers you guys, exist. Are you serious? I've been wondering for the, forever. Well, well just, good. The, well, was, they didn't rally them. I just yeah, assumed. Like, was... Ali, how, how did you feel about this explanation that Glorbs are? Fun. Even more confused than before. Yeah. Like, oh no! I just thought Glorbs were just like power. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think yeah. power that was enough. It was like it's a Dragon Ball, right? Oh. I guess. But oh. wait, I guess... no, wait, don't Dragon Balls. I've never seen the show, but don't Dragon Balls get wishes? I thought if you collect yeah. all the balls, you got wish. Yeah, when you collect all the balls, you we collect all the balls. A dra- magic a dragon appears, and a dragon grants you your wish. Oh, oh my right. god. So in this, the dragon okay. is the president of the universe. Yes. Yeah. And originally, they all grant you one wish, and then as the series went on, we got other type of dragon balls. You got maybe oh, okay, three okay, wishes. Okay. This is not a dragon ball. <laughs> okay, that's a dragon ball. <laughs> but, uh, but so, okay. so they're TV, basically. <laughs> I thought it was just a power-up source, but they're fun. <laughs> How are they fun? What are they fun for? Because they well, make you cartoony so you can stretch and stuff. You <laughs> know, I I just thought the Glorbs were sort of like the rings in Sonic. Well, yeah, but, so they're made to make life fun because apparently you need powers to have fun, sure. I mean, yeah, but, that's pretty accurate. Yeah, I mean, well, what, <laughs> My what, life pow- is boring. what power would you have, Allie, if you were in the OKKO OK world? Oh, God. Um, shapeshift. 
correct because that okay. sounds like fun. Yeah, that, that's an easy one. What about no. you guys? Now you guys have to say what power you would have. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want a uh, simple one: power of flight. Yeah, okay. flying's cool. Uh, I want to. I want to like stretch my arms like with width size, so I can give really good hugs. <laughs> very oh. in character for you. <laughs> oh, how anyone know? I'm not sure the way I feel. The one power part don't want, given how I can play about spoilers, is the power to see the future. Because okay. everything will be a spoiler for now, for the rest of your life. That's, you'd be Garnet, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Michelle, what power would you have? I'm torn between. I think honestly, either like the power of flight to be invisible, yeah. or to like summon any cat in a neighborhood to me oh. with my sheer willpower when I'm like lonely and need to pick me up on my way home. That's a good power. Yeah, that's also very in character power. For yeah, cat <laughs> summoning power. Uh, I, I, some you mentioned like it's also the they explain it as it gets gives you the stretchy powers and makes you more cartoony, which is also interesting mm-hmm. because like you know Ian Jones Cordy's whole deal is like yes. classic cartoons are the best, and that that's been a huge part of this show's DNA. Mm-hmm. Also, recently we had the Steven Universe movie with like Spinell and his contribution to making yeah. that a, car- a cartoonier mm-hmm. villain than normal. So it's just interesting to see to see like how how much of himself and like his his likes he got into the show and i think for for us like at least speaking for myself personally like it just feels like a breath of fresh air sometimes when we got to this show it's like okay back to like old cartoony style that we don't really get as much in animation these days and it feels a bit more freer in that sense did did he was he responsible was he responsible for making spinel look like mickey mouse for some reason um i don't know he was responsible for her design but he did say that he did a lot of work on her like gestures and movement and stuff which totally yeah. checks out i'll say like ko is a show is one of those shows that just feels like yes this is what cartoons can do uh, this I is wonder, why animation's fun I like wonder, it has no limits i wonder if ian ian seen any like old 1930s bosco cartoons or well he's mentioned like fleischer cartoons pretty frequently yeah. in his interviews mm-hmm. so like he, he definitely has knowledge of that but uh, uh, yeah, so Glorbs are made to make everybody stretchy, and and so like that episode ends with uh, him be- beating up a cowboy Daryl, and it's like he's ready to become a great hero. And got, like, well, that, that cool was a callback to the because Ko's first battle was fighting Daryl, and it was like the same exact like oh. posing. The only difference was like it was a cowboy Daryl this time, right, so right. it was like the ultimate yeah. call back to the first episode, which like made my heart happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are, are, are you are you crying, <laughs> Ali? I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I didn't. I, I didn't realize that either. That's a really good catch. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, there anything else? Ma- well, I guess we didn't really talk about the, the the first like five minutes of this episode is just like the tournament itself, which I will say like kind of. <laughs> like if we picked a, a a weakest part of the episode, it would be that. But just, but I think like they did good enough with the fighting. I don't know how you guys felt about like mm. this whole like yeah. fighting, yeah. framing stuff. It was but... entertaining. I like the right. dog versus the eyeball. Yeah, uh, yes. do- dog versus eyeball is pretty good. Oh. Um, T- TKO. Oh, gets just to fight me. The broccoli and purr. Just... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Just me though. The the eyeball. Just just me. It looked like you're just like part of white diamond. Uh, <laughs> sure. It reminded me, me of who knows. Garnet was briefly in the last episode, so maybe yeah, White Diamond yeah. could be in this universe. 
<laughs> who who wins? White Diamond or President of the Universe? Hmm. No, the real question is who white who wins? White Diamond or Crinkly Wrinkly? <laughs> like really? Why wasn't Crinkly Wrinkly fighting in the tournament? He he knows his limits. I don't know. <laughs> oh, he can. Yeah, he can be. Well, um, <laughs> well, he's like the. Well, he's like the like Master Roshi. He still fights in these tournaments, even though he yeah, doesn't have a chance. So. Oh, oh! One big thing from this opening, though, is like in the middle, there's a montage of battles, and they're playing the full OKKO theme, which was released, yeah. uh, uh, I think, like yesterday or or two days ago or something. Yeah, but like, yeah, it's a re- I, I will say it's a really, really great song. Like, it was finally hearing it in full. Maybe it's because of that that we've been hearing just like the snippet of of the intro for so long. It's like finally so, hearing a full version feels great. But like, it's a good song. So I've yeah, seen, like an instrumental like half full version and i have had it on loop for like months so it's great to hear that i tell you before i saw the episode i just had that song stuck in my head just ready okay okay i was showering thinking about that john okay <laughs> the extended version i'm like i'm pumped up for it and they I'm played glad the they song. had it during the tournament instead of yeah. like the end montage <laughs> yeah it wouldn't have fit the the, the sincerity of the send-off because it's really mm-hmm. peppy yeah yeah um, sad. We can begin talking about the send off, which is, you know, begin. I feel like KO has done this thing of, I hope things stay like this forever. I feel like that's been a thing well, with KO, though. He likes status quo. I don't quo. know if KO feels that way. I feel like KO is always wanting to learn and change, maybe except for this episode. Okay, okay. Like, he did say he was like, I want to keep mopping the floor my whole life until <laughs> I'm dead. He didn't actually yeah, well, say that, but, you know. What 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 a noble desire to have in life. Uh, <laughs> well, Enid but, does have that line during the tournament. She's like, "When has Ko ever gotten tired of mopping the floor?" <laughs> They're like, oh, no. "Yeah, that, that was a pretty good line." Uh, okay. So then, like robots begin showing up, and he notices that time is slipping because first it's like Cowboy Daryl and Shannon, then it's Raymond and McGill, and then it's Ernesto, <laughs> and <laughs> like, then it's Death Row. Yeah, first, first, I was first, first. I thought maybe this this will call back to past episode one. This is all like future, like would be episodes. If yeah, that was the- what I thought. I thought they were being really meta and being like, "Here are the episodes we didn't get to show you." Yeah. yeah. Right, although I think like as the episode goes on, it gets even more and more ridiculous. <laughs> like, like some of them, I don't think we would have gotten to, but um, maybe we would have would have gotten to Biomech, Venomous, and Fink. Um, yes, they look yeah. awesome. Maybe we wouldn't um, have gotten another Garnet and Captain Planet crossover though. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We you know, you know what? You know, what I think about when I saw the plot, saw the graduation. It's talking about just a few episodes ago. You're a good friend, Ko. We saw how, like, how right now, how now in the future, Dendi and the rest of the class actually became friends and actually get along instead of when they were so mean to her just a few episodes ago. So nice to see that. Yeah, um, she got to give the. She was the uh, Valvatorian. Yeah, she gave yeah. the. Oh, oh Ellie. Yeah. And, and it looks like Nanene has a girlfriend. Who? <laughs> 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 Nene, Nene, 
Nanini, yeah. I think he's trying to refer to, but yeah. it's one one of those small side characters. But we we will get to many other relationships going on. <laughs> yeah, I just quickly yeah. want to mention that there's moments in the here one from the Yu-Gi-Oh episode. The Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm still lost, but we'll get to them. <laughs> yeah, but the, there's a, a Botsman's back part over here where he gets into different designs, um, including there's one where it's, he is shaped like venomous. So it's like Botsy Venomous, I think, he is the title card there. Um, I don't know, Botsy Michelle, did you catch this? No, I didn't catch it, but that sounds about right. Okay, I was a little upset when Boxman got his, like, buff form when he did, like, the... That seemed like a Dragon Ball thing, when they had, like, the fire coming out of them. But he had two mm. normal arms, and I'm like, excuse you, Boxman... <laughs> You can't just ditch your chicken arm. It's like a part of your charm. You can't I'm, just get rid of that. Why didn't they Where go into to? that? It was the I end. Know. I wanted to know the backstory of Boxman and how he got his chicken arm and how he turned evil. Like, I still want that, but oh well. Maybe okay, someone right. asked it on the Reddit AMA. They did, and he said later, and it wasn't even addressed. <laughs> he said later? He was like, it, like, coming soon or something. Like, it'll be addressed. The but chicken was- arm? I think so. Oh my god. Well, well. A- add that to the list of questions that we need to ask at some point. Yeah. Uh, among, among many that are remaining. Well, I got many questions about Boxner. Like, I just, I've oh, yet, I wanted me, I want to see what his, his upbringing was. I want to meet his parents. Actually, mm. I, I have so many questions. Like, uh, why I is fit- boxes? I mean, who knows? <laughs> I still have a head candle that his parents were like really messed him up, that they had gave him very low self esteem. That they thought he was a loser, so I thought you were gonna be an like accident and his half his head got blown off yeah. and his arm got blown off, so he like reconstructed the cyborg part of him. But if his and mom was just a chicken. Or maybe, like, <laughs> yeah. or maybe his mom was a chicken. That's that would be out there. And I yeah, show but, but then we have to think about the mechanics of a chicken and oh, then never mind. <laughs> um, I still want to know the connection between Boxman and Mr. Guard. There has to be some connection there that they always so link together. Yeah. Well, uh, after this, so we get like the whole Enid and Rad stuff, which we already talked about, of like them leaving. Then we get the weddings. So that, that we can yes! talk about. Yay! So, yeah, the for, so like, Ko immediately jumps to. Car- well, I, I think he's like asking Carol for advice. Like, why is time moving so fast? And he just jumps to Carol, Mister Gart, his wedding. <laughs> I'm getting married. So that that's the culmination okay. of that. And so, I and I was, yeah. And then something more beautiful happened after. I scre- yeah, like I kind of screamed when I was like, "Ah, they're getting married!" And then it yeah, because the, to- oh, yeah, that, as Carol and Mister Gar are kissing, it switches to Nick and Joff kissing. Yes, and I'm like, oh. "Vindication! Vindication!" Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and then Colward and the Rabbit get married. Like, how old are they supposed to be? <laughs> <laughs> that could be like, how far in time do you? Didn't they do the joke? I think they did a joke when um. Right in Enid's like second date episode, like uh, when um, Cupid came and said, and David made a cameo and says, "We want to take it slow." Yeah, they they've been together throughout the the series, so like you know, good for them, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't even sure though. I thought the rabbit was a boy. Is the rabbit boy or a girl? Is it? Uh, I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> uh, the rabbit uh, is married to something it eats. That alone is kind of. <laughs> oh my god, that's yeah. true. Oh no. Well, well, it's, it's, well it's not that. a carrot. At least it's not a carrot. Yeah, that would have been way worse. <laughs> Uh, there's this moment where, like, K.O. is walking in, like, empty streets, and there's posters of all the episodes, which I found really cool. Yeah. Like, there's, like, the I Am Dendi poster front and center. I think there's the K.O. Rad and Enid one that, like, showed up yeah, pretty, pretty prominently. House. 
yeah, yeah. But like, it's just like the 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 walls were like splattered with like all, all the episode titles. So like, I imagine that must have been pretty fun to to make. And I, I'd love to get like screenshots of that just to like go through like every uh, like see if like uh, all the episodes that I can remember are there or not. Mm-hmm. But um, that he wanders into the bodega. This is Crinkly Wrinkly's um appearance yeah. because he's, he's the usher in this like dream theater. <laughs> I like to yeah. think that he owns the dream theater. <laughs> Maybe that's his new calling. Can I get you some popcorn? Special saint save. I think maybe Crinkly Winkly is more important than he lets on. That maybe he's some kind of god. But he I just wanted him to be the president yeah. of the universe. Maybe, so what's like higher? So maybe he's like the CEO of the universe instead of <laughs> hiring the president. Oh no! What if he was the corn guy all along? Like he just takes off a helmet. Oh maybe, yeah. or maybe. Yes! I can or, see that reveal. Or maybe it's like a wizard. Or maybe it's a wizard of Oz thing. The president of the universe is sort of just like this fake projection, and Crinkly Wrinkly's like the man behind the curtain. Oh god. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I, I was I was re-lis- re-listening to old podcast episodes, and I, I got to the part where Michelle gushed over Crinkly Wrinkly's film in the film festival. <laughs> <laughs> It's been so long, but I know it was like weirdly experimental, and I was like, God, yeah, yeah. whoever was a genius in their time. Yeah, Crinkly Wrinkly has had a, a place in this podcast for a while, so good for good for him to be the owner of this dream theater. And uh, we 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 go, go quickly through the future of Ko, where he gets like Rad's future, Enid's future of like which classes. Here's where we get Red Action. She's like teaching yeah. little little Hugh Trooper looking people. Yeah, and uh, Enid ki- uh, kisses a Red Action on the cheek. Yeah. Or, or, I, uh, I was hoping we, maybe we got to see their children if they had any children. I don't. You <laughs> never find out that kids. Yeah, yeah. How, how are you guys feeling about Red, Red Action appearance here? Wonderful. Love it. Love Still it. I mean, like, having this many crew people in committed relationships is just, like, such and a... In one show. That's you know, it's like... Yeah. Your relationship. Again, like, we've come so far from the Coruscant handhold. Like, yeah, and... Yeah, yeah, we got yeah, weddings. I, I think, I think the character might be the only, like, hetero relationship in the show, or at least a present-day yeah. one. I think you're right. It's probably, well. If, if anything, it's like the only one that's focused on. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, I, I mean, not, not to talk too much about this, but um, decision made to not really make Ko and Dendi a thing. I, I like it. They're yeah. still. I think they're still figuring it out, and like yeah. they let. They're very non like either way, so I think you can yeah. just like do whatever you want with your own head. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Like it's either way. way. Yeah. Especially. Mm-hmm. You can interpret it all like, you know, Dendi sort of just really focusing on, like, a, a career woman. She became a career woman, the head of her own corporation, you know, and, and you know, Ko, you know, doing his own thing, you know, learning the plaza, but they could either really just be good friends or they could, you know, be together, but still doing their own thing. It could go either way. Yeah, yeah. Adult Dendi's got a lot going on, so that that's good. That's good. Oh, um, which, so, I, I, I love which sign like they're, I don't know, adult Dendi or adult Fink. I love them both. I can't decide who looks more awesome. Uh, there's there's a moment in here where there's a uh, Carol's big surprise. And <laughs> I, oh, I, was, I was so, so mad. It was second. No, I love it. It's I so thought she had the baby. Of I was glad she didn't have like a baby. baby. If they had a baby, 
I had a baby. I'm hoping it'd be like a female, like KO, like looks just like a little KO, like a young, like female KO, like AU, like what KO looked like as a girl. But look, no, it's just Mr. Gar making Carol breakfast in bed, and it's beautiful. Okay, it is so. beautiful. Um, there's a random uh, like of like the minor characters that show up here. The ones that I was able to write down include uh, the koala princess people who are like doing something in the mirror and like getting a creepy horror. Yeah, thing like now. Bloody Mary. Yeah, yeah. So that that was a thing to squeeze in there. There's a truth about Purd, which is just like the screaming per- bird person that has the screaming <laughs> bird family, which I found I'm really home. hysterical. Ah! <laughs> I know. <laughs> They all look exactly like him. Like, even their outfits yeah. seem to be the same. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, also we have a point retires in the middle of there. So, like, the, the um, bo- uh, Fots, Fots Tail and uh, Grayman are just, like, uh, just relaxing on the beach. Good for them. No, is, was there Elodie in this entire thing? Yeah, she was. Yeah, she, she's one of the judges. Oh, oh okay, okay. And the, uh, what was it, the Cloud Professor was also there. Okay, okay. So Elodie was around. That, that's good. Yeah, because it, it would feel like an omission Not if enough, she wasn't. Though. Yeah, this, yeah, I know she wasn't in as much. I I was glad that the the point prep old teachers all like retired happily from yeah. like the new guard is changing and like I think that's nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we 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 get to the progression of Ko's age because he's been six to eleven throughout this show. Then he becomes 13 to 17, then he becomes 18 to 24, and then he becomes 35 plus. <laughs> I know! It's just like, they can't, I just, the numbers are insane, but the fact that they're committing to it, it's so it's good. It's so good, yeah, it's such a good recurring joke. It's really good. Yeah. Um, there, there was, there was a moment in here where Mr. Gar is old and it's Gar's roots and he's like going to his, I guess his mom's grave or like, well, yeah, or his so mom's that, old shop. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, that was an and interesting was like a memorial for her. And now we know for sure he's canon Latino, which is nice. Oh, yes! is, is that what that was supposed to be? Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was supposed to, well, I think Ian also like confirmed it on Twitter, but mm-hmm. you know, just doing stuff that. Can yeah, only because, do like, now. yeah, because yeah, bo- because bodega is a Spanish word, so I guess that was mm-hmm. always floating around. So okay, yeah. okay, that, that, is short cool. for Garcia. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Uh, I I need to rewatch that part because that, not not I'm thinking like uh, there was probably more like signage around there. So mm-hmm. that would be yeah, to look back on. Um, Dendi runs the power card factory. I think we already talked a little bit about that. <laughs> oh, so I love the long thing. hair, the long, super long hair. Like, yeah, let's stop talking about how they look because this is. <laughs> oh, no, but the long hair We didn't even talk about how we see Mr. Gar and Carol and Rad and Enid age through like the birthday things. Yeah, I didn't didn't get any notes on their looks, but like, did anything like specific? Well, I'm just like, I want to mention long hair, it's very anime though. Every time skip, when they want to show how time changes, either they cut their hair, make it shorter, or they make people's hair longer, depending on what kind of hair they had originally before the time skip. They do a lot in manga and anime, that's what I'm trying to say. Well, they do it in cartoons, depending yeah. on the cartoon. Really? Like, they did it in this one. Like, yeah. Matt and Enid, again, they got, you know, they changed their hair, changed their outfits, yeah. and Mr. Gar and Carol, you saw, got visibly way older, especially mm-hmm. at the 35-plus birthday. And that made me kind of sad, because they die <laughs> later. 
Well, eventually everyone oh, dies. Well, no uh, one has. They do all die. I still can't. This is okay. After the whole, like they're actually were animals. This is the second most uncomfortable realization. <laughs> not they did die for real. All of them. Yeah. Well, no, no one has. No one's immortal, so people eventually gotta. <laughs> Everybody dies eventually. Always, I love that you have a very practical response. I mean, that is true. <laughs> no one lives forever. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything else from this episode that I haven't talked about that you guys wanted to talk about? Mm-hmm. Oh, the Shannon show? Do you talk about Shannon show? Uh, we, we, like, <laughs> we talked about Joe Kappa. Okay, yeah. so, ah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah we, we, we talked about Joe Kappa. Um, the grounds Where for was divorce, Raymond was playing sh- the drums on her show? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he didn't strike me as the musical type during this show, but I guess I can see yeah. it. Especially a drum player. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Michelle, any, any anything else you want to touch on here? Uh, I guess like there, there's just so many ways this could have ended, and I feel like this is literally like the, the hardest and most sincerely and most ambitiously they could have, like within the, the span of time and, and minutes they had to really like push it as deeply as they could. And I feel like the ending itself kind of propels it into a level where everyone's always going to look back at this show now with like so much deep-seated like i wish we had more and it was so good the prime of its life cut down at an early (laughs) age like the send-off is so strong that it it colors the entire rest of the show and Uh, i do think like ko is always a good show but i do think it it consistently got better with each season but i think like now people are always like gonna look back at it being like the most beautiful amazing thing and i think that's a very smart thing to do especially if you're a little salty about how things turned out like this this really gives like a very strong like opinion of the show's quality because it's just like the last part of it and it's so emotional like you can't not have like a lot of emotions about it, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. yeah. I, I think it was like it was very smart mm-hmm. of them to just like pour everything into it with the time they really had left and it, it leaves an impact on viewers. Yeah, well, and I, ending on a high note for yeah. I, got, I got I got a hot take. It was it was not the greatest finale, but it was definitely the most satisfying finale I've ever seen in my life. At least in animation, probably in a long, long time. Okay, okay, and, and I, I think there's actually an argument to be made for that because, as as Michelle also echoed, right? Like it, it ends on such a high note and after such a strong season. Like I, I think, I think most of us are in agreement that season three is probably the strongest of the show. Like, w- w- mm. would anybody disagree with that? I don't know. Maybe I, I think also maybe it has to do with the fact though it was cut in half, so we had less fillerish stuff. So that kind of helps. I mean, more, more it, self-contained. It does different things, right? Like the yeah. the quote-unquote filler, it, it gives you more pers- like it gives you a deeper look into more maybe side characters and 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 funny silly things. And the plot stuff gives you like the world building and the the stakes. But I again, I feel like you need a balance of both for each to matter more because if everything's super serious, that kind of loses its impact. And if everything's really light. You, I mean, like that kind of loses its impact too. So I mm-hmm. feel like you really need both. And I think somehow they managed to keep even the really plot stuff super funny. So it like almost didn't matter that it was a shorter season. Like it, I do think it was really strong. 
But yeah. I never minded the lighter episodes. I think they had a good purpose. <laughs> no, um, yeah, for for, for yeah. sure. And I, I, w- I was re-listening to, uh, again, like I'll mention, like I was re-listening to older podcasts. And I noticed that like in the early in the early seasons, like every time that I started a, a podcast episode, I'd be like, are you guys okay with the fact that like there's not that much plot in this show and we're like kind of just like, dealing with these side characters? And like at some point, like I got tired of listening to myself ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> I was well, it's like defend- the Dylan coming out of you. Right, it's like right. people because- that are like, "Where's the like plot?" It's like, "Yo, the plot I, I, will I come." For me, right. for me, it's like, for me, it's like, when is Ellie gonna come back? Like, yeah, I, I, I fast yeah. forwarded through through those observations of yours as well, Steve. Don't worry. Like, I, I will say, like, by the end of this, like, I'm to- I, I totally agree with with Michelle. But, like, the. The the com- the blending that this show did of focusing on the characters and like at the end there was enough of a foundation that like when you finally like dive into plot like it you can do in such little time like something that affects you emotionally so I think that all in all it wor- it works out pretty well and I agree that this is just a very funny show so even the episodes that some would term as fillery I think were still were pretty entertaining especially through like seasons two and three like the, the, those were consistently good episodes to watch. So, like, although at the beginning you're you're wondering like when is this show gonna kick into a higher gear, but I think it does that in even in its own style of like exactly. keeping keeping it uh, keeping it as light as possible, like only inserting plot every once in a while, but it's enough to to keep you hooked with like the rest in the middle being being still very fun and exciting to watch. So I think that in that sense, Okio ended up being a pretty un- unique show compared to the. Uh, to the admittedly like m- more plot heavier shows that we cover on overly animated, but, like this this kind of shows that you're able it, to do like, a show yeah, that's like, so, that's less connected but still a great experience to watch. It's like that's yeah, a it, good point. An interesting, yeah. Okay, before I lose this thought because mm-hmm. Alex made me think like so. I agree. Like, I think part of the thing that makes KO such a, a standout is that it it knows its strengths. And when it plays to those strengths and does an even better job, so say, like, more zany, more funny, better characterization, like, good payoffs, high stakes, but, like, not sacrificing the lighter stuff. Like, that's where it really shines the most. And I feel like that's what kept getting better and better each season. Like, the characterization of, of people growing and changing – got exponentially better like the yeah and and like the the, like people like didn't always succeed and like had actual moral qualms and that always Mm -hmm. got better the jokes consistently stayed like super zany and cartoony but that was like it's so good in this show in particular i feel like that's like what i've appreciated a lot like the show knew what they were good at and they just got better and better at those specific things that kind of keeps them apart from other shows it's Mm -hmm. like you know, because sometimes you're like, oh, yeah, we're just going to have, like, a more intense plot this season or, like, our action's yeah. going to be way smoother. And I feel like mm-hmm. those can be very superficial things to try to make a show better. And KO, like, really knew where to shine. It stuck to those strengths. And I feel like that's what's helped it feel even better every year that it's been on. Um, so my, good point here. A point I wanted to make is um, it's some parts are similar, but it's, like, a perfect, like, Exact opposite of the other show we do, DuckTales, is like in terms of animation, in terms mm-hmm. of how structure, in terms of rules following. Because KO, mm-hmm. unlike like even DuckTales, even Steven Universe, it has no rules. It just 
does whatever it wants, like with like parallel universes or just like or like that furry episode we complain about. It just uh, in, in, in the in the first episode here, they even make a joke. It's like power levels. What do they matter anyway? Yeah, they didn't yeah. make any sense. Carla yeah. says. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember. Oh yeah, I remember. Season one is such a big part of the season of Ko want to get his his power levels more up, and that's how we met Shadowy Figure in the first place. And then they just sort of forgot about it. So. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Ali, do you have any par- parting thoughts? And I mean, you you came to OKKO OK pretty recently, so like, you, s- you 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 binged a lot of it. But like, how 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 would you what 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 would you say if you wanted to recommend OKKO OK to someone in terms of like what kind of show it oh. is? Oh, that's such a. The way I describe it is that it's like it's so stupid, but it's very <laughs> like. No, that's not how I describe it. (laughs) My description is stupid. I can only think of, like, Western anime. Like, it's, like, Mm -hmm. very My Hero Academia meets just, like, Slice of Life meets cartoon. Like, like, ultimate cartoony, Mm -hmm. crazy world. Like, I I really like it for not just, like, the meta jokes, but the characters in it. And, like, you and Michelle have said throughout, they really just know what they're about. And they do everything very and it's very direct what they want to get across and they do it very well in that sense like a lot of cartoons like this i would say that like have this kind of theme or also genre kind of beat around the bush in what they're trying to uh, not really accomplish but like themes sort Mm -hmm. of and how it ties into everything but this doesn't shy away from anything ever and i really appreciate that about it i i'm just very upset that it's over i (laughs) i think with the i mean you guys covered it but with what the crew and everybody had to work with this was the best end that we could have gotten mm-hmm. and i'm satisfied with it mm-hmm. yeah and like i think it says so much for the show that like they they pulled off so much and made you feel so deeply about these fictional characters yeah. that we we feel yeah. like a little frustrated that there's not more like it's that good that we exactly. still wanted to keep going this mm. much and i feel like that's the ultimate testament to yeah. their abilities oh. as a crew um yeah i'm disappointed this show never got a comic tie-in so like every like like Steven Universe has a comic book series right now. Ducktales has a comic book series right now. Um, what else? Adventure Time probably Adventure still Time, does. Adventure Time, yeah, yeah. And like, that was Adventure Times. Those yeah, shows well, have been going okay, on for a long time. Well, okay, Ko well, it had a, had a video game, but outside of that, it really didn't get much merchandising from Cartoon Network. Church of Beyond. Now that it's over, we might show. get some more. But yeah. kind of if talent. fans are loud enough, maybe it could exist in comic yeah. form. I think well, that could be a possibility, yeah, well, or an OK KO movie. Oh my god, do you imagine? It'd be well, so mean. Be, well, yeah. As depressing as this OK KO ending, um. I still, it's not half of the president I felt the way Symbionic Titan ended. At least we get an ending here. So. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that, but okay. Yeah, I think we're all in agreement that this was a pretty satisfying ending. Is as bittersweet as it is to have OKKO finally be wrapped up. But, uh, yeah, it's been it's been real fun to watch. It's been real fun to talk about. And now I will get a little bit self indulgent because go for okay, it. Okay, okay, Ko is is special to me because in part it's the first the first podcast I ever hosted was the first fourteen yeah. episodes of Okko okay with, with just Steve. Whoa, uh, he was he was my, my testing 
person. It just started off with you and Wait, me. Steve, they didn't ask me in the beginning. I was like, wow, okay, guys, I like this show too. <laughs> yeah, I figured that out it's, later, and then you joined for the second episode. Okay. And since like, then, yeah. we, we've been a, a, a crew together, you, you uh, Michelle, Steve, and I. Uh, we've had uh, um, guest contributions from Carlton Smith, from Justin Cummings, and uh, yeah. now from Ali, uh, from Ali here. Um, we've we've gone through a lot. Um, well, for example, well, like sure. in the in the very first episode, uh, both me and Steve were immediately like, "Okay, Dendi is our favorite character." Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, I don't think that's that, changed. Guess, if so anything got, was more on brand, I got this. I got this to that first podcast again. I mean, I, I, I by the way, I don't consider really Ali a guest star. I consider her more of a late addition. Yes, wow. I agree. Okay, okay, okay. Sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and if we do a retrospective, we gotta have Ali back if we ever do one yeah there's definitely a a chance for for more but for more okk content down the line i I just want to like mention other stuff and we know we're talking about boxman and venomous for sure Mm-hmm, Let's mm-hmm. give Alex well, sp- a moment, spe- though. Well, speaking of Botswana and Venomous, Michelle shows up on the second episode, and five minutes into her first appearance <laughs> on an OKKO podcast, I go, while we're on the topic of gay ships, Botsman and Venomous, and Michelle's like, oh, so good! So, <laughs> so know, know that Michelle has been on the ship from the very beginning as well. They, so. Michelle has been pushing it, because yeah. Venomous' first interaction with Boxman is when he, like, builds the Daryl gun, and he has his shirt off, and he's, like, insanely yes, yes. muscular, yeah. and it's twitching and, like, sweaty, and you just have this crazy zoom close-up on Venomous just staring wide-eyed at this man. It's like, this has to mean something. <laughs> it's too obvious for it not to be something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, like pretty, er, pretty early in season one, we 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 got like both like Michelle being like, "Oh, that shadowy figure guy has to be venomous, right?" And then like later on, Steve <laughs> is like, "Hmm, what if laser blast is Ko's dad?" So like these were all <laughs> things that we talked about in season one, and oh, they happened in yeah. season three. So that That's was really good nice. Seating. That's really good seating when it gives you like a I, believable payoff. I, I, you know, and I, like I listened to the podcast, wherever podcast it was when we did the we be a team episode. I gotta see if I was in on the whole uh, Nick and Joff ship from then or not. I got. I, 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 I did not. I did not jot that down, but it's possible. <laughs> um, I, I will write. I wrote down a theory that I had on an early episode where I was wondering if Carol could turn evil. I still feel like that's a missed opportunity. Like I feel like yeah. we could have had a whole Carol as a villain arc. <gasps> I didn't. Think about that. Well, because yeah. when she's when she's like still working for Point Prep, it was kind of yeah. like Carol. What are you doing, lying to your but, boyfriend? But you were close, though. Yeah, because the person you're talking on the line was sort of evil at the time on Foxtel. So mm-hmm. it, it ended up being that point itself was, was evil, and Carol was herself what was kind of out of it. So that was that was missed. Um, but there, so you're close. Was, you were close. You were close. Yeah, we were close. And at the 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 last episode I listened to was the one at the end of uh, of one of the season finales. But it was Michelle freaking out about bots going into the sun the first time well because and- I was really dead and I was like show and Alex I remember you're like oh what a bold move getting rid of boxing I'm like Alex <laughs> how dare you like Cowboy no. Carol can never replace box man no, but the, be- the best part is that there was already a promo out of what happens in the next episode we you showed know, it to you live on the yeah. podcast oh, and you were freaking out there that. too it's like ah like just lots of so Michelle sad. screaming there yeah. <laughs> and you were very angry at me for withholding that from yeah from you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't trifle with Boxman and me. I mean, come on. What were you and, thinking? And can we also mention we weren't on this, but mentioned though there's at least one special podcast of 
um, Sam playing the OKKO video game. So, yeah, yeah, she the, 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 it's yeah, on YouTube, there's, yeah, there's her last play from that, so that, that's also <laughs> OKKO-related okay content you can go look for. But but yeah, like, o- over over the course of this, so like, I started podcasting with OKKO, okay and now, like, uh, we talk about a bunch of different shows here. But, like, it's gonna be hard saying goodbye to OKKO, okay because it's, like, the first show that, like, I yeah. got to talk uh, analytically with, and over the course of it, I've become very close friends with Michelle and, and friends with Steve and uh, friends yeah. with Ali. So, like, yeah. it, it's... It, a lot has happened since the first OKKO episodes in um, my life. So, um, it's, yeah, it's been a lot. And I, I just so want to Ali, thank anybody... No, I'm just saying, Ali, oh, are you willing to... Wait, I want to hear what Alex was going to say, though. Let him finish. Okay, Alex, go. What was I going to say? Um... I, I was going to say thank you to anybody who's been listening to us for a long time. Even if you, this is somehow your first episode listening oh, to God, us, I, I hope you enjoyed this episode. But also anybody who's been listening to the Over the Animated OKKO podcast for a while, I really appreciate uh, you wanting to listen to us about talk about OKKO. And I hope you appreciate that we treated this show as uh, seriously, but also as uh, like, we we all enjoyed it throughout our experience. We had a lot of fun with it, but we also wanted to like dig into it and get like the most analysis (laughs) that we could out of it. Like we do with all of our other shows. So uh, for those of you who enjoy that out of uh, animation analysis, especially with a show as unique as OKKO, that thank you very much for listening to us and we wouldn't be here with, with, if we didn't know there was at least like a person listening to us <laughs> yeah. so so that thank you everyone for being with us this long thank okay you. steve what did you want to say I, uh, so I, I want to ask Allie though if she's willing to able if you want to binge and catch up on ducktales so oh, yeah, it's, it's good it's, it's yeah. actually very very funny yeah so yeah so i we've... wanted to watch for the humor and for lin-manuel but other than that i don't really have a reason um, oh, I have. That's for being in our podcast. Just okay, that's another one. Okay, so that's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, on my yeah. list, so I'll get to it eventually, but maybe not in time. We'll yeah. see how. We'll see how. I mean, this show is probably going to get. Well, well, I heard yeah. season three might not be for a while, so. Yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll have time, but uh, yeah, yeah. We, we, uh, on Overly Animated, as I begin to wrap up here, uh, we cover a lot of other shows, including DuckTales, including Steven Universe, Star Wars is well, Some anime, but not Dragon oh. Ball or Naruto. Mark, or yeah, you got a fruit, fruit and a while back, does fruit um, baskets. Marcus Ladybug. And a while mm-hmm. back, Little, Little Witch Academia. A while back, yeah, I, I listened to those old podcasts. You really <laughs> snuck in Little Witch Academia where you could, Steve. So thanks for doing it on the last podcast. As well, a year after it's well, I mean, I guess it might have a second season. I don't know, but uh, that yeah, that show is uh, we we've got coverage of a lot of anime as, as uh, influenced OKKO. OK you know, we we also cover that stuff as well. Uh, uh, upcoming, we've got shows like Undone coming up. Um, Bojack Horseman might have its next season. So, like, there's a lot of animation still out there. A lot of creative animation to follow in OKKO's OK footsteps. Also, none will will. And soon we'll have it. like Owl House and stuff like that. Oh, oh my God, God. yes! I so hope. Hopefully, we actually covered that and be all. Yeah, I'm 
I will cover. But you guys, you guys totally, everyone totally bailed on Amphibia. I was, so, I'm no, so. No, we're gonna go back to it. No, okay. we won't. This, these couple of months have just been very busy. Yeah. There's a lot of new shows. Lots of old shows coming back. I fell exactly. in love with Amphibia. I like, I was like, I was lukewarm like that. And sorry, but I'm like, I love that. I can't wait to talk about it. And they, we never do another podcast on it. So. <laughs> But if you want to see the the shows that we have talked about in lieu of Amphibia during the past couple of months, you can find that out at OverlyAnimated.com. You can talk with us on Discord. If you want to chat with us about OKKO or any other animated show we cover here at OverlyAnimated.com slash Discord. We do have an OKKO-specific channel that will probably be moved to the completed shows section along with Adventure Time and Korra and... And the, the, those those star verses, you know, the, 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 the graveyard oh. there. But it'll be there. It'll still be there. You'll still be able to talk okay, Kyo, for oh, as long as you so want. Okay. Um, if you've enjoyed listening to us thus far, you can support us financially via Patreon at patreon.com slash animated. Thanks to all of our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Nicholas, a.k.a. Nickelodeon. Um, thanks to our Patreon executive producers, Ryan, Steve, Beatrice, Hugh, Michael, and Needle. Um yeah um that's pretty much it uh thank you for listening to the podcast guys thank you for coming thank you thank you for listening to to our podcast (laughs) we kind of harmonized yeah (laughs) kind of it's as good as we're gonna get yeah (laughs) so that that thank you very much for listening and we'll talk to you later Adios. Bye-bye. Bye. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Deep is speechless, Alex. <laughs>